What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome to All The Smoke, a production of The Black Effect and Our Heart Radio, in partnership with Showtime. Two world champions, they happen to be twin brothers. Well, the ingredients are there. Two guys who love to sit down to their punches and throw that firepower. I'm not scared of nobody, and I'm definitely not scared of someone who talks. There's no one in the division that can beat me. There's no one in the division that's strong as me. It would definitely deliver a statement. The power is for real. We would get a chance to let everyone in the world see the great things that me and my twin brother has done for the sport of boxing. You know what I'm saying? Car gives us energy. We, we want to be sharp. We want to be at our best. We're going to both meet in the middle of the ring and we're going to let our hands go. Let the best men win. They are boxing. And they pound for pound. All the Smoke is back, and I'm excited to announce our new partner, DraftKings, the daily leader in fantasy sports, and they're putting you right in the center of the action. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and DraftKings is giving you a shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. All you guys have to do is pick eight NBA players that you think will fill up the stat sheet. Each player has an assigned value. Valid teams must not exceed the salary cap of $50,000. You can rack up fantasy points for rebounds, blocks, assists, steals, and much more. Download the DraftKings app now and use the code SMOKE. That's code SMOKE, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details.
Welcome back to another episode, season two, episode 46, with the one and only little big homie, Allen Iverson. The most requested person you guys, we've had everybody on this show. Everybody. But the one person we haven't had, we went and got him for y'all. It wasn't easy. The man's busy. Wait, say it easy. Hey, man, we want to welcome everybody, man. One of my favorite players, friend, uh, brother, Allen Iverson, to the show, man. Oh. We appreciate your time, bro. Love, baby. Love you, bro. Jacob, right, we forgot our handshake, too. Man, good to see you. Yeah, see, man. Hey, ain't, it ain't been moist. My hands ain't been moist. Good, it's a new season, baby. You changed something. I got all my Hue products from Matt. There you go. I mean, from Matt. Go, I got all my Hue products from Matt, and make sure y'all go get y'all Hue products, too. But we mentioned it, like we said, you know, you were the one we always randomly ask who people want to see, and when I tell you it's like 90% of the comments are, we want to see AI, we want to see AI, man. How does that make you feel? You know, you've been removed from sports for so long, but still, People still want to know all about you. It's a blessing. Just it's God. You know what I mean? He loved me. He loved me. Um, man, just being up here, I was just so excited to come up here. Cause of you two dudes, man. You know what I mean? Like, y'all know how we feel about each other. Yeah, we talk about You know what I mean? And then for me to be able to, to do this. For y'all, for our fans, for the people that genuinely love us, it's dope. It's 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 legendary. It's monumental. That's why I said to you in the text. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're gonna make this legendary. We're gonna talk about the stuff that people wanna hear. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Now they re-aired your, your doc re-aired on Showtime just recently. Um, after seeing that and, and, and being removed again. What do you take from that? What, do you, what is your takeaway? What do you think about when you look back at stuff like that? I don't know, man. I, I got, you know, a lot of mixed emotions when it comes to it because it was so many great times, great moments. Then it was the hard ones. But it was just me being Allen Iverson, you know, who he is, me being Chuck, you know what I mean? Me being the guy that will fall down get his ass back up, fall down, get back up. You know what I mean? I owe it to my family, most importantly. Um, Y'all, my homeboys, I owe it to my teammates, I owe it to my fans to fight. You know what I mean? I'm a fighter, man. You know what I mean? It's the same fight, different round. That's it. Grew up in Newport News, Virginia, two-sport star, uh, quarterback. I mean, you know, I played a little bit of football in high school. Jack swears he played football. Um, but I point did. guard and I quarterback. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was, he, was my, he, he, he was my teammate. Like, he was my teammate, and he act like he don't know. Like, he, he seen some shit, you know what I mean, when it comes to football. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he seen it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And Matt was so cool to me. Rico Suarez. Because he was old handsome pretty boy dude, <laughs> but was hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's you know how you get him. That's like, how you get him. The people act like they act like they don't know, Steve, mm -hmm. what I was in football. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They act like they don't know. Like I was way better in football. I than I that. was in basketball. I said that's, that. cra that's crazy to hear, though. 
could knowing after looking back what your career was in the NBA, but to know that you were a better football player. Yeah, like because it was you my, were way more raw to me in football. You were raw. It was my it was my it was my first love. I just remember like my old lady went to another high school, mm -hmm. and you know they used to talk crazy to her about what they were gonna do to me. <laughs> You know what I mean? On Friday, they wanted to. Yeah, they gonna break my legs. They gonna, this, <laughs> they gonna do that. And I was like, every time we play kick a tan, like, oh no, I'm a murder of people, man. <laughs> like for y'all talking crazy to my girl like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was like I always took it personal. I was born in Hampton, but bored up in Newport, Newport News. News. Yeah, all of the guys from Newport News were homeboys that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. Then I went. To Hampton because I couldn't stay out of trouble. And Mo was like, man, you coming to Hampton. Like mm -hmm. when I flunked eighth grade, I missed 69 days of, mm. of school. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Mo was like, no, nah, you coming to Hampton. You trying to throw it all away. And I went to Hampton. So when I played against all of the Newport News schools, they got the person, business. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Had a point to prove. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. I'm, I'm the guys that I grew up with. I'm gonna beat y'all up, mm -hmm. man. That that just let let you know how great God is. Cause I'm a Hall of Fame man in basketball. What position you played on D? I played safety. Safety, yeah. It's like quarterback. Cornerback is the hardest Hell yeah. position. You gotta react yeah. to everything. That's you know tough. I mean? Tough position. Cornerback. For yeah. Sure, yeah. Tough cornerback position. is just. Dion said the other day. I think um, Ramsey just got his payday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and. I think Dion said something about how a, a, a cornerback, you know, can't get paid like a quarterback. You know, we already know quarterback is spot. That's the spot. Mm -hmm. But a cornerback is just the hardest position. Cornerback is also the most dominant position for by blacks in the, in the NFL. Jason Seahorn. Seahorn was the last uh, one from the Giants, right? He was the last one. Look at you yes. with your homework. I you like be that. On you. That boy on the shit, huh? That boy on the shit. Never you judge a book by his cover, baby. Hey, but you let's be take on a second it. and look at. You be on it. <laughs> where, where, hold on, hold on. Where can they get these? Why don't I show my socks as well? Okay. Bam! Pull, yeah, pull your little ashy. Pull your socks up. No, no, no. Bam, should get the camera. These are the AIs. Yeah. Obviously, Classics. This shit is nice. I'm the coach of the Obviously Classic area. He has his own game to uh, uh, cele celebrate all the high school, top high school players in the country. How you got some shoes he ain't got, though? Because I'm the coach. Right. OK. Yeah, I'm That's the coach. what happens with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, had, we, we, had, them, we had them shoes. And Matt, you pulled the coach, too, man. Yeah, fresh, fresh, uh, been the coach. Going to continue to be the coach. Yeah. Um, actually, the same guys, shout out to Bobby, shout out to Jai, they um, in the process of helping me create my own game. Okay. From this, is that right? Yeah. That's so, uh, but out of Obstacle Classic, we uh, we got postponed this year. We were supposed to shoot our show from there. We were summer. supposed to shoot our show. This was this actual interview was supposed to be. Yeah, this was supposed to be our season one wrap. Was yeah, AI. yeah at the Obstacle in Philly, uh -huh. and this year was going to be great. We was doing it at Kobe High School. We was doing uh -huh. it at Lower Marion, so uh -huh. we, we was doing a great tribute, and we had our first girl in the game this year. Yes. Our first girl in the game, yes. so but we still gonna do it though. But it's it's just a game to honor him and honor the high school uh, players in the country. And since you announced that you're gonna have your own game, now we already know who the coach gonna be for your game. You. Yeah. I bet. That'll work. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Done deal. So back to winning two, you led your team to the state championship uh, in football and basketball, won that your junior year. Um, what was your deciding factor in 
choosing, because I had to say, make the how same you choice. Get, how you, oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, man. But how you get nice like this with... with <laughs> Cause I never saw right? in that chat. Yeah, but I never, chat, I never saw this coming. Like, like <laughs> I played with this dude, man, and it, he was always like, he was never quiet. loud, always quiet. Cause I wasn't getting a chance to play, so I was just in the background high, just watching everything, <laughs> watching time go by. That's all I was doing. I used to have a whole man. I, that's all I did. In but you nice though. Years. You nice with it. I appreciate you that. Nice bro. with it. Like y'all, y'all different. You know what I mean, and and will make y'all will make y'all so excellent, and and it's no disrespect to anybody that didn't play. Mm -hmm. It's no disrespect to them because it's dudes that that know that they know their shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That didn't play. Yeah. But it's it's so different with y'all because y'all know all the feelings, the emotions, the the locker room, the mm -hmm. you know what I mean, the media. Y'all y'all know it all. But I feel like this too. The people that that know the game, that haven't played it, they either coaching it or working around it, not on TV talking about it. Mm -hmm. They basically working around people around the game. Like Lawrence Frank never played basketball, but that's one of the smartest people in the game. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's a lot of people yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think I think like I knew it, just like I knew it with Jason Kidd. I think Eric Snow should be a head coach. But I knew it with Steve Nash. Like, mm -hmm. I knew it because he has so much to offer to our sport because he's excellent. He's a great person. I never had the luxury of being around him a lot, but just hearing stories from other Everybody guys. Everybody fuck with him. Mm -hmm. Yes. Everybody. He's just a beautiful man. I want to see him succeed. And the situation that he's in with those two great players, mm -hmm. with all the other guys that they got around that team, mm -hmm. it's a recipe mm -hmm. for greatness. Yeah, it's it's going to be, be great fun. for Kyrie. It's going to be fun to yeah. learn from Steve, play with oh, KD. Steve God. gave me, Steve and Stephon Marbury gave me the most problems. Mm. Gave me the most problems. I love Stephon Marbury. Yeah, big bro. Yeah. Steve was just a headache because he could do it. He could do it all. Without being fast. Didn't have it. John Stockton <laughs> mode. You know what I mean? Just smart. right here. just smart. You know what I mean? Just know how to get it done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Steve was just, Steve was excellent, man. And shout out to you, Steve, man. I want to see you do great, man. I want to see you be a legendary Greg Popovich, mm -hmm. Larry Brown type influence. Shout out LB. And people's lives, like, you know, they were to me. Mm -hmm. You know, Greg Popovich was so great to me from a far away. Always supportive. Him and LB like this. Yeah. They like that. Just excellent. And and our league somehow, some way, need Larry Brown. Definitely. In some capacity. In some capacity. Just even just just this. Mm -hmm. Remember what he say? This all I want to do. This all I want to do. I I just want to share my right experiences and my 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 trials, my tribulations, my ups, my downs. I just want to help, you know what I mean? I just want to, I just want to help with my voice and my experience. I just want to help little guys and not let them make the mistakes that we made. That we made, you know what I mean? And it's big. Most people don't realize when you share, like when you're uh, in, in someone of your stature and you share, you're not sharing for the uh, poor me. You're sharing to help other people in the similar situation. Right. You know what I mean? But shit, if AI can go through it, if Jack can go through it, if Mac can go through it, I can get through You know what I mean? I swear to God on my life, 
kill me dead today. I wouldn't trade nothing. Nothing. Okay. I won't. I want to be. I, if 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 I could die today and then live again tomorrow, I want to wake up being Allen Iverson all over again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All over again. You know what I mean? Do do I regret a whole bunch of stuff? People will ask me, would I change things? Yeah. Because I don't have friends that I loved and they weren't reciprocated. A driver that I had the other day, he told me, um, stop feeling like you can put your energy or, or expecting things from certain people and it will limit your disappointments. Mm -hmm. That's happened to me so many times because the only people that hurt you is the motherfuckers that you care about. That you love. In your circle. That you love. You because love you, them so much, but they don't, they don't, they, were they don't get it like that. Yeah. You give it all, but they don't give it all back. Yeah, it's like, it's, I, I, I expect, I know I love harder than everybody else. I know that. And it's things that I can do financially for people that they can't do right. for me. Right. You know what I mean? But all of the other areas, you're supposed to have them covered. Right. You know what I mean? All them other areas, you're supposed to have them covered. Like, I can, I, I, can, I can do stuff for you. I can give you a dollar. You know what I mean? But I can do all the other stuff, too. Mm -hmm. But you not being able to give me capital, you're supposed to be able to... Contribute in other areas. Everything. Yeah. Every other area. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love talking to my guys and telling them things that I've been through in my life and to show them, like, even with a relationship. Like, I've been with my old lady 30 years now. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, Married, divorced, all that. You know what I mean? But, shout out to one. you know, damn right, I love you, Tuana. But dudes that's married that I rock with, and I be telling them, like, this is where I went wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to go through this. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to go through this. So when I say stuff to him, like the most hurting feeling is when a dude look at you like, oh, why you think you right because you Allen mm -hmm. Iverson? Mm -hmm. No, man, I'm right because I'm right. <laughs> and I'm right because I love you. I'm, 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 I'm telling I you what I went through. I don't want I you. Right. I don't want you to get hurt mm -hmm. like this. You know what I mean? I I remember going through a divorce, dog. It's just tough. Man, I remember walking around this motherfucker 150 pounds. You know what I mean? Can't eat, can't sleep. You know what I mean? Just thinking about her. You know what I mean? Hearing her voice while I'm asleep and, and, and thinking about was it worth this for you having the fun or whatever the hell it was when you was doing whatever you was It'll doing. It'll break you down, bro. It'll break you down. I'm telling you, man, the people that you love is all you got, man. Just our Instagram mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I don't look at my comments. Oh, I don't I don't post stuff for likes. I, I, I post stuff for y'all to see. People that really love me. People, let me see what you're doing, Chuck. Let me oh, see your yeah. outfit today. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> let me up. see, yeah. let me see what you're doing. And right. then and then and then y'all say something up there. May you look cool or this, that, and the third. But I can never be on a certain a person page if I don't like them. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to see What's you. The point, right? What's the point? You know what I mean? I'm not going to be on Trump page. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Like, right. I don't rock with you. Right. So why would I be 
following you or, or worrying about what you're doing or... It's weird shit. You see the most people talking shit to you, looking, they're following you. Like, why, like, if you don't like me... You don't like me? Why are you following me? What's the point? Like, <laughs> you wake up every day looking to just go say some negative, but that's the world we live in today, and it's crazy. It's unfortunate. It's people that got more money than me, less than me. I'm always the elephant in the room. You know what I mean? Like, I can be in a room with somebody who work at McDonald's, somebody that's on the Fortune 500 mm -hmm. list. And I'm gonna treat them the same way. Right. I'm gonna treat them the same way. You know what I mean? Like, I got friends that's rich, like you. Like you, Steve. You know what I mean? And I got friends that's fucked up. But I treat them the, the same way. Right. And I that, love them. And that's, why, and that's why you get so much love, because people understand you're gonna hug the boss just like you hug the workers. Yeah. That's how you always been. Always. And, and, then, and then you talk about the clothes and all that. People look at your page because you a cultural icon. icon the up. way I dress right now is because of you. Straight up tattoos. The, the tattoos, everything. So you're a cultural icon. So people looking, you're right, people are looking at your page to follow, not just your lifestyle, it's because we love you, bro, and you gave a lot of people confidence when they didn't there. have confidence to in themselves. You let a lot of people know that they can be themselves and still be successful. Right. I tell you that shit all the time. And it ain't just us, bro. It ain't just basketball players. You feel what I'm saying? It's rappers, it's everybody, they, they, you, you gave them the confidence to be themselves in anything they can do, all of us, bro. And that's why people follow you, dog. And you gotta accept that. And we, and you know what I'm telling you, giving you applause? Because you mean a lot to us. Straight we up. can't lose you. We just mm -hmm. lost Kobe. We can't lose you. We're gonna give you all the flowers in the world, bro, right now. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Right now. Straight up. And, that, and, and that's why we had to have you on what's the show, wrong? bro. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong with being you? Everybody else, everybody else taken, taken up. Right. What's wrong with being you? You disrespecting God for giving you life. If if you think that your life ain't shit and you want to be somebody else, you know what I mean? What's wrong with what's wrong with being you? It's cool being you. Uh -huh. I don't give a damn it's if you easy. rich. It's easy. If you if you rich, if you you don't man, I never knew when I was gonna become rich. I ain't know. But I ain't I, I didn't I didn't force try to force my hand on God, saying, oh, oh uh, uh, today is fucked up. You know what I mean? Um, why I'm not rich yet? Why I'm not rich yet? When, 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 I, when, I, when I played at Georgetown, it won't time for me to come out my freshman year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, won't, I won't ready. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I won't ready. That motherfucker, that man, What that man did for me, I remember, and I love Philadelphia. I love the fans in Philadelphia. Greatest in the world. No relationship is like my relationship with the Philadelphia fans. You probably could look at um, Kobe in LA, Braun in Cleveland, Mike in Chicago, but hands down, ain't no relationship like the relationship I have with the Philadelphia fans. They're the toughest fans to win over, that's why. Yeah, because I had that. to go, I, I went through it. Mm -hmm. I went through it. But Coach Thompson, man, we was playing Villanova, and dude had a sign that said, Allen Iverson, the next MJ, and had MJ crossed out, and it had OJ. And it was three dudes, I mean, four dudes in the stands, and they had on all orange jumpsuits with chains and and and, and shackles and all that 
And Coach Thompson was like, no, nah, if y'all don't get them out of here, if y'all don't get them out of this gym right now, we not playing. And they escorted them out of there. And the game went on. That dude, like I remember just being at the free throw line when I when I came to Georgetown and everybody just screamed, jailbird, jailbird, jailbird. And I had to deal with all that. And he was so protective of me, man. You know what I mean? Like even the first night that I was on campus, he he came up there they, and everybody, Coach Thompson, you know, I'm doing the shit that I don't supposed to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm smoking. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm a. You was all in back then. Yeah. Yeah, you was all I'm, in. Man, back I'm then. smoking. Whatever. Coach Thompson came up there and it was like Coach Thompson looking at you. Man, I remember just trying to get myself together, went, washed my face, you know what I mean? Just <laughs> trying to get work. right. Now you can't wash the high like, off. Man. You can't, that <laughs> ain't work. No, but he, he ain't know. He ain't oh, know. Really? Like, you think yeah, he, he didn't knew. know? Nigga he knew, he bro. Hell yeah, man. Come on, you know he, he knew that, knew. bro. I came on there, he was like, you all right, little man? Like, yeah. You know, Straight. I was trying to get away from him so fast. Like, I'm, I'm cool, coach. He told me, why you standing so far back here? Come, come here. So now you telling me he probably knew. I'm telling you, he, he, he probably on, knew. Man. He definitely knew. He probably knew. This little motherfucker high as hell, man. He knew it. You know what I mean? But like you said, he was protective. He was going but to he was, good. he was like, and he always talked about the fact that um, I never complained about them people throwing me in jail like that. And people tried to, Injury. at home, I love, I, I, I love Virginia. And I rep it to the fullest. But they tried to ruin me. They didn't want. Mm -hmm. They didn't want me to be what you just described yeah. and who I am to the masses. You know what I mean? They didn't want for me to go to any country in the world. As soon as I get off the plane, everybody in the airport know who I am. They didn't want that. It was certain people that didn't want that. The, 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 the guy that locked me up, that threw me in jail, he died, and me and my baby girl sent his family flowers. Mm. You ain't do nothing but make me stronger. Mm -hmm. Straight up. That's all you did was made me strong. I needed you yeah. in my life. Yeah. I needed you. You was, you was, you was monumental in my life. You was, you was an intricate part of my life. You touched on my next question. What did you learn? I mean, that was obviously a highly publicized incident in the bowling alley that, like you said, nearly ended you before you really got started. What did you learn about yourself and your views on just what kind of threat they saw you as? Matt, what I learned was I knew that I was young and immature because of being in jail, I wasn't even scared. Like I wasn't even, I would like now, you know what I mean? If, if, if I was to go to jail right now, I would be terrified because I'm older. I'm not, I'm not immature like I was mm -hmm. back then. Back then I was just, man, it's what up? Back then I would do a dumbass. First of all, I was the worst rapper in the world. You know what I mean? I was doing it. I wouldn't say that. But I was doing it because my homeboys that was what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So the opportunity presented itself and I could help them. So that's why I did it. You know what I mean? Like I learned from them. Didn't learn well, but I learned from them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But back then, Matt, I was so nonchalant. And the only thing that I was scared of is that my dream of being who mo molded me to be as an athlete was gonna be over. Like, 
the old head people in my life, I just never wanted to disappoint them. Right. You know what I mean? I, I you know, I, I had that fear, not of Mo kicking my ass. He did that a couple times. He, he threw me through a windshield before. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But just not being who God gave you the talent to be. Absolutely. You Matt Barnes, you Steve Jackson. You supposed to be what God gave you the talent to end up being. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was my fear. That was my fear. Letting them down. L letting, letting them down. And then the fact of, like Coach Thompson used to tell me, oh, you up this motherfucker, you eating three times a day, huh? You eating breakfast, you eating lunch, you eating dinner. But your mom down there, and some days she don't even eat. She living down there, and that the week uh, my homeboys used to tease me, they called it the Dyes Effect shit straight from the sewer. Cause in in our crib we had the uh, just singing <laughs> we had the uh, crib, and we never could be barefooted in our house because the sewer from up under the house mm -hmm. used to the carpet. Yeah, and it, it's just wet. Like you walking through the motherfucking crib, and it's just squish, 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 yeah. squish. You know what I mean? And it's stinking like a motherfucker cut the lights on. Roaches running there, goddamn where? No water, no hot water. You know what I mean? No food. Baking soda. What? Baking soda and. Mm -hmm and welfare cheese mm -hmm. in the motherfucker. And he used to, you know, that's what was his way of getting to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want your mama to stay, stay down there? Right, by fucking around, that's what you're doing. Yeah, mm -hmm. keep keep living like this, right? Mm -hmm. I, I ain't gonna argue with you, I ain't gonna cut you out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna talk no shit to you. I'm just gonna tell you. This what you want for your mom and your sisters, right? And I could just snap out of it, Steve. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, and, and go get right back on on on, on my path. But I don't know. I, I know I went all over the place from what you asked me, but no, nah, we needed that. We want that. That's what we want to learn. I mean? We spoke on two people. Obviously, one being here, Mo, and then John Thompson. It sounds like to me, from the outside looking in, were two integral figures in your life and kind of kept you from making all these lefts and rights and kept you going straight. Talk to us a little bit about both them. Obviously, we just lost, you know, one of the greatest coaches of all time, rest in peace, Coach Thompson, but I know he was integral in, you know, keeping you on the right path. What he used to tell me about all the time is the shit that I was just talking to you about, he said I ain't never complained for what they did to me. He always talked about how he, he admired me for what they did for me and being that young and not complain. But my whole thing was, God gave me another chance. So it won't no need to complain, because I got a chance. Like, I'm recruited by everybody in the whole country, in both sports. Everybody. And the situation happened with me, and they almost got away with it, Steve. Mm -hmm. They almost got away with it. Because if my mom didn't go up there and beg him to save my life, It wouldn't be no Allen Iverson, the cultural icon that everybody know, if he didn't give me a chance. He gave me a chance. You remember when John Thompson was known as Lonzo, Patrick, yeah. the Ken Bay, the big man coach. Marcus Allen. I mean, not Marcus Allen. Uh, uh, Allen, so another big man he had, another seven foot last name was Allen. He from my hometown. Well, it was, it was big man. And, and, er Allen. and everybody always talked about how he couldn't coach guards. But then all of a sudden, 
when you think of Georgetown, <laughs> much as I love Pat, much as I love Lonzo, much as I love the Kim Bay, man, it's Bubba Chuck. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 Mo and Mo was just so intricate in my life because that was the first time I saw a man married to a woman and had a kid and didn't hustle. Mm -hmm. Went to work every day. Mo worked at Avon, man, mm -hmm. like a little girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, Mo, Mo worked at Avon, man, with my mama. That's how. That's how. I, that's how I met. Mo, yeah. My my mom and Mo worked together at Avon, and Mo was talking to mommy about me, and mommy was saying, "My son, the baddest motherfucker, this, that, and the third, da da da, five, eight, blah, whoopie whoop." And Mo was like, "Man, that little, you know, whatever, ain't shit." You know what I mean? And he was like, "Shoot, he's like, man, come see him. Just come check him out." Y'all football, you fo you a football dude, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all football dude. So y'all know what hot ball is? Mm -hmm. Hot ball. When you throw it up. When you throw it up, mm -hmm. and then, all right, mm -hmm. boom. Okay. We call it throw up tackle. All right, well, I, we was playing hot ball. Mo came our hood, just rolled by, you know, just the, because he was a football coach. Yeah. Rolled by, you know what I mean, to check check me out, see what was up. Everything else is legendary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, yo, you went, you went, that went and told my mom, like, <laughs> when it when it told when it told my mom, said yo, yes, <laughs> he's the one. And then and like we we um we lost our first year, we lost seventy six to Armstrong, and then we won it five years in a row. I ain't never played. I played um I played intermediate every year five years straight. But when Mo came and got me, he came and got me and took me to Hampton and put me in the skills position. When I was in uh, Newport News, motherfuckers had me, I, I played center. <laughs> Steve, I played center. I played center because they would like, I just wanted to be on the field. Mm -hmm. And they had me, they had me, you know, they was, you know, saying who could hike, whatever, whatever. I'm like- I could do anything. I do anything just to, I was number double zero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I like play center. Wow. man. I, I played. Um, I played the year before that. That was Dora Miller. Year before that, I played the TBP. I played wide receiver. They threw me the ball one time. That bitch went straight in the air. I used to cry after every goddamn game. We lost every game. Second year, I play. I'm playing for Dora Miller. I'm the center, number double zero, Steve. Center. Sorry, ass number. <laughs> I can't, I couldn't stand with Melo Water now. Number About five pounds. Look, yes, listen. I'm at sixth grade. I'm at the bus stop. It's raining, and you know, um, everybody trying to get on the bus. You know what I mean? To get in, to sit in the back. Yeah. Where you can cut up. Get on first. So yeah. you want to get on first, so you can sit in the back. Man, I'm up there, motherfucker. Motherfucker push me, man, and I fell. The motherfucking bus rolled over my ankle. <laughs> Just sitting on my ankle. I'm I'm sitting there. Everybody banging on the um, banging on the uh, window, like Miss Barry, Miss Barry, you know what I mean? You you um, you on his ankle? You on his ankle? She like what? What? You know what I mean? So she finally opened the door, and they like you on his ankle, and I'm I'm just laying there. I, I guess I probably was in in shock or something, cause the goddamn bus is on my ankle. I'm a little ass kid, 
Motherfucker rolled by. I get up. Steve, I get up and try to walk up on the bus. She put her hands on my chest. Like, uh-uh, you gotta, you gotta sit down, you gotta sit down. I sat down and then motherfucking pain came. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh shit. I just passed out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I woke up. The whole fucking neighborhood, cause I'm the I'm the, uh, the neighborhood the huh? star, the hood star, the star. Right. You know what I mean? And 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 you, and you fucked up. It's all over. The prodigy. I woke up. I'm on the gurney, and they pushing me out. I'm just looking at everybody in the hood. You know what I mean? I just see everybody crying. You know whatever. You know they they put me in the joint, and I just remember my grandma telling me at the hospital. I was like, nah, nah, I ain't gonna never be able to play no more. And she was like. Don't worry about that. I was like, no, no, my ankle, my ankle is 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 messed up. And she was like, son, don't worry about that. It, 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 instead of your ankle, it could have been your chest or your head. Mm -hmm. Dog, I played a month later in the championship game. A month later. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like my the, the doctor was like, you know what I mean? Like how your ankle is how is it not um shattered. Shattered. It won't even broke. Mm. It won't even broke. That's crazy. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, it was, man, mm -hmm. what? Like, I believe in him. I'm not no, I'm not no dude that I, you know, be up in church None all the them. time and whatever. You like, I pray, I, I pray, I pray for Tawana. I mean, I pray for my kids first. I pray for Tawana. I pray for my family. And the wildest shit is I always pray for me last. I pray for all because I know without them, I'd be so lost. I'd be so shattered. I'd be so dismembered. I'd be so discombobulated mm -hmm. if, if I didn't have the, the, the people that I love. Like him, like, this my, he my best friend. Mm -hmm. I, I have no problem when he tell me I'm fucking up. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the epitome of being able to take constructive criticism. Like, he not gonna say nothing to me just to be fucking with me. He not gonna just say it. He he, he say, because he love me. Mm -hmm. he, the way you and Matt are to me, y'all met Allen Iverson, but y'all still love Bubba Chuck. Mm -hmm. Y'all still care about Bubba Chuck. Mm -hmm. Eric Snow still care about the guy. Fuck that Allen Iverson shit. You know what I mean? I like, I, I think it's dope. I think it's cool. I don't want Tawana to love Allen Iverson. Right. I want her to love Chuck, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. Chuck, Bubba Chuck. You know what I mean? I don't want you to start looking at me like I'm Allen Iverson. You know what I mean? Like when when, when me and you talk, like me and you, I like I like to talk to you. I, I be <laughs> my, my certain certain friends of mine. I be like, why this motherfucker calling me on Facetime? Like, dude, motherfuckers just want to look at you. Like, what I look, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but then when 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 I like when I call you, I like to do that. He called like, me Facetime. <laughs> <laughs> he Facetime. Like, I want to see Steve. Like, I don't get to see Steve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then when you call me on Facetime, I'm like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and 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 it kind of it, it kind of make you understand like. A motherfucker love hearing your voice, yeah. but motherfucker want to see you too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mo, Mo, Mo said to me yesterday, and I was like, man, what you turning soft or something? You know, because you getting old? Because he said to me, it's great just hearing your voice. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what you got going on? He's like, no, son, I just, just great hearing your voice today. 
You know what I mean? And this shit was so fucking dope to me, man. Cause I, I heard you, I heard you talk about um, some shit when you had, um, when y'all had Stephen A up here, mm-hmm. and you was like, um, you said something. It was only something you could say. <laughs> He's, you know, emotional guy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. I'm Matt Barnes tough. I'm Steve Jack tough on that dance floor. Mm-hmm. Off the floor, man. I don't want no problems with you, man. <laughs> man, how many times we'd have been on in, on FaceTime and tears? A million Number of times, yeah. I don't want no. I don't want. I, I'm not out here trying to be no tough guy, man. No. I, I'm not. I'm not tough, man. I'm not. I'm, I, don't don't approach me thinking that it's some tough shit going on with me, man. That's basketball that. when 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 they talk about how tough Allen Iverson is. You know what I noticed too? I noticed a lot of people think we're tough because of the stuff we were able to endure and come through in life. That they, they, they look at this and like, I could never go how? through that. How, how, how are you still standing? How? Right. How, how did you make it through all that? All these people talked about you and said you was this, said you was that, but you still keep going. How, did, how, did, how do you have that strength? So that's why people automatically put that, that tough tag on you or that, or, that, or that he's hard tag on you because they don't, they don't understand how could somebody Go through so much through and still fire. shine like a diamond, bro. But that's just what we do. We Straight make love to pressure. Straight up. There goes your line. You right there. It. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. 
So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Pivoting to the 96 draft. That was a hell of a draft class yourself. Stephon Marbury, Kobe, Antoine Walker, Steve Nash, Jermaine O'Neal. greatest draft ever. 96 class, 96, my You was in there. Right? You was in there. So that's your introduction to that Philly fan base you talked about. And tell us about the beginning of your career. Obviously, there had been a, a span where they hadn't been to the playoffs in a handful of years. Charles Barkley was gone in the early 90s. You come in 96. Uh, come in 96. What was it like at the beginning trying to build your the beginning of your career? So hard. Because the same thing you spoke on, Matt, with the fan base being so tough. Right, and then I was coming in. I was a point guard, but I always been a killer, mm-hmm. so I was a scorer. Not being traditional, they were hard on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I came from Georgetown, Villanova, Big East. Yeah, so you had those fans. I would say kind of not giving me a chance to develop. You know what I mean? They wanted it now. Like they wanted it now. Right. Twenty-one years old. They wanted me to take the team championship. Right. And um, it was it was hard on me from what you just said, Steve. What I had endured in my life it was way harder. It, and it so it probably didn't even register mm-hmm. and bother me like it would anybody else. Mm-hmm. That was the number one pick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it didn't it, it didn't bother me like I, man. I'm in the NBA. I just got out of jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting sweeter than this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'm making millions of dollars. Yeah. Like. I'm taking care of my family. Tawana is straight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, my daughter is straight. So it's like, man, fuck that shit. And then, you know, what God do, Mm -hmm. and great coaches do, what Larry Brown did, and great teammates do, they helped me, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, get to what we ultimately, Mm -hmm. you know, end up becoming. Remember what Larry Brown said about me and you? Mm Mm-mm. It's a quote. I got it. I took. I copied. I t- uh, cut it out of the uh, magazine. God put him on this earth to coach Allen Iverson and Stephen Jackson. Wow. And he the greatest. Like he, he, that was that how was, he. How how is he not involved in any organization at all? And he don't want no money. He just want his voice to be heard mm-hmm. to help. He want the game to stay appreciated. Yeah, I, I am for, for for him to for him to say he 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 say he 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 go around in life, and everywhere he at airports, you know wherever he at, and people walk up to him and say you're Allen Iverson's coach, mm-hmm. or you were Allen Iverson's coach, and he loved that feeling. Mm-hmm. Do you know how that make me feel though? As much as we look <laughs> up to him, <laughs> I remember I remember I did something. We were playing Orlando, and I hit the winner, and I remember your reaction. Cause man, you we jumped up, we mm. 
you know what I mean? Something. We jumped up and, you know what I mean? But your reaction, and, and, and when you say you won't plan, but, you know, the type of motherfucker you are, your reaction for the success oh, that we right. had. That's it. Was it's always been that way. Pure. <laughs> You gotta think, I'm a fan. Like I'm, I'm. You're someone we all look up to, and I'm. I pretty much, I just had the best motherfucking seat in the arena right here every single night. Watching yeah, watching him play. You, you, I say, cause he missed his, his. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, you're already an icon, Hall of Famer, but if social media was around back when he was playing, oh my god. You mean you gotta think that first? Oh the, the, when you how you hopped in the league with the crossover on MJ, but I was front and center for you making a lot of people fall down. And if you look back, like my kids were looking the other day, they're like, Dad, I didn't know you played with Allen Iverson. I was like, I did, and I watched them. I was, you know, I didn't play. I watched, <laughs> yeah. but I jumped off the tape. bench. Yeah, I, I jumped off the bench like a couple times when he would just cross. But to me, it's just about seeing. It was I've always been team, but to get a, you know get a chance to just see what you went through every single day. People don't understand, first of all, how fucking small you are. And then to see the burst of sacks on your elbows or how beat up your hips are. Like, this motherfucker couldn't move. And then all of a sudden at the games, he's amazing. The only motherfuckers that know for real is motherfuckers like him that played with him. You know what I mean? That, like, Tawana Iverson, like, could sit up and watch me walk to the bathroom in the morning and be like, Ain't no way in hell he playing today. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because motherfucker Fred Sanford, nigga just, yeah. ah, Hips man, I get there, down. see the motherfucking fans, man, look in them eyes. It's over with. Man, what? I'm playing. I don't give a fuck if the shit hanging off. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm playing. You know what I mean? Just for my, just for my guys, man, and, them, and them, them fucking Philadelphia fans, man. But just like I'm not an activist, like I marvel what you do. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I mean, you talking about when we FaceTime and, and, I, and, and I'm crying and shit like that. But when I see you on Instagram and then when I see you, you know, on TV and, and doing your thing and standing up for us and all that, man, that's Steve. That's, that's, that's what he was bred to do, man. He is that, man. Just like you, you said all the time, you didn't ask to be put in this situation. It, it it happened, and 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 you took the responsibility mm-hmm. and took off with it, and I'm doing it, mm-hmm. and I'm doing it, and I'm gonna be the best at doing it, and I love it, and I love it. But I don't try to be Steve. Mm-hmm. I don't try to be Steve Jackson. I don't try to do that. I don't try to go out there and let me try to be better than Steve. Let me be a better activist than than Steve. Man, all of it is wrong. Mm-hmm. All that shit is wrong. We know it. Yeah. You see a motherfucker. Uh, 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 somebody get murdered for no reason. It's wrong. No matter what. It don't. It, it's it's just wrong. Period. It don't. It ain't. It, racism. You can't. You can't change nobody. And I said I won't even talk about this, but it's here. Mm-hmm. You can't just tell a person that's racist, man, that is wrong, and then that person is gonna be like, all right, well, I ain't racist no more because you said it's wrong. <laughs> don't work like that. Cause you, man, God got to do something about this. It don't work like that. Man, evil is evil and good is good, man. They don't have a color neither because they come in all no. shapes and forms. I never, I never, I never, I'm a hooper. My whole life I've been around everybody. I watch that. I, I say that all the time. <laughs> as a basketball player, it's kind of hard for you to be racist, bro. How can you be? It's kind of hard, as a, especially growing up in the AAU circus and all the different races we come up with. Play. 
If you are, you're going to stand out like a Man, sore thumb. You think I don't love Cal Corver? You think I don't love Keith Van Horn? You think I don't love Tom McCullough? Like, you think those guys were just my teammates? No, man, we went through war together, man. That's we the narrative, though, Chuck. That's the narrative. That's why we got our own show, so we can paint our own narratives now. They can't just say Chuck hates the people or Chuck is this. Nah, you can't say that. No. You can, you can talk to Chuck. You can interview Chuck. You can ask him yourself. You know I, never, I, never, I never, I never, I never, I never had a, it's never been a race that I had a, a problem with. Man, do you know who threw me in jail? A white man. I don't mm -hmm. have no problem with white men. Mm -hmm. You know how many white people I love? You know how many Jews that I love? Mm -hmm. But it says a lot about you and your character, though, because you have faced racism at the highest level. But I look at it like I look at people. I look at people. I don't look at your color. I look at people. Do you know how many, do you know how many black people, African Americans, shit on me? Mm -hmm. But what, 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 so what you saying? I don't love Matt. Mm -hmm. I don't love Steve. Mm -hmm. What you mean? Mm -hmm. We definitely can be our own worst enemy at times. Yeah, I don't have no racist bones in my body. I look at people for what they are, man. Straight up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't just like we talked about earlier, man. I don't look at you because you're not rich. I don't shame you because you're poor. I don't shame you because you work at McDonald's. I come to the goddamn window to get my fries. God damn it, I'm gonna treat you like I would treat anybody. It's good in everybody, dog. You know what I mean? It's, it's this, this goddamn, this world, we trying to figure all this, this stuff out. And what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, people need to believe, man. Believe in their faith, whatever it is. I ain't saying you gotta be a Christian and you got to be a Muslim or what, whatever you are. Man, believe in the good that come, that come with it. Yeah, re re religion aside, mm -hmm. everybody that stands on the side of love, it's time to come together. Regardless of what religion you are, regardless of what color, color you are, if you stand on the side of love, this is the most important time to stand on the, on the side of the next person who's standing on the side of love to push the people who hate out. This is the most important time. All that religion, all of color, all that stuff do not matter at this point. You goddamn right. It don't matter at all. Look, everybody, everybody's saying, and it makes it makes me so mad when uh, but I understand. People be saying, um, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. And my whole thing is like, I was thinking like that. I was like, man, Kobe, this damn disease, um, Coach Thompson, what else? You, you, can, you can help me. Georgie. Um, police George brutality. George, the police Rihanna. brutality, the, 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 the protesting, and, and all of this stuff that's going on. And it's like everybody's saying, you know, we just want 2020 to, to go. And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, damn, my nephew was born four months ago. So me saying 2020 is so bad, no, I can't say that. And then it's like, Everybody in a hurry for 2021. And do you know how many days there are between right now and 2021? You ain't promised tomorrow. Right, so yeah. what you hoping? Mm -hmm. Fast uh, forward. You trying to fast forward? What you trying to fast forward something for? I learned you know more. I, mean? I learned more this year. I learned more in 2020 than I've learned in the first 41 years of my life. 
Me too. I learned more about myself, more about other people, more about history, more about, I've learned, I've educated myself more in the last couple months than I've educated myself my whole life. It's a pivotal year. This is, I mean, this is going to be a year that's going to go down in history when it, we're old. It's going to be. They're going to talk gonna, about this year in the history, or if they're not having, having history books, but when our kids' kids are in school, like 2020 is going to be one of those historical, pivotal moments in American history. Man, for all the positive reasons, you, you got you to gotta figure out, as bad as police brutality and racism and all that stuff, somebody getting shot in the back seven times and as, as, as bad as it is in, in your mind, I'm thinking it's going to get better. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? You're just thinking positive. You're not thinking right. negative. Man, it's going to be all right, man. You know what I mean? Mo always tell me when stuff happened to me in my life and I'll be like, man, damn. You know what I mean? And Mo say, son, this too shall pass. You gonna get through it, man. God gonna get you through it, man. You know what I mean? You are beautiful, man. You are a great person, man. Right here. You great right there. So that's what's gonna take care of you. Right there. That's what's gonna take care of you. Your heart. You know what I mean? And I, and I, and I, and I, and I look at the situation with these police officers and I, The bad apples are the bad apples. Period. You know what I mean? But I, man, I feel sorry for the dudes that really protect and serve mm -hmm. and care. Because they're getting painted in the same brush. Because they getting bruised just like the ones that's supposed to be getting. They got to deal with the aftermath of the bad cop acts. They got to deal with it. They got to go out there when they really trying to do their job. Now they feeling for their life because of one dumb, one dumb racist cop. Yeah. You know, and it's really not fair. You know, it's not fair. But at the same time, you always throw that question, well, where are you, good cops, when this is going on? Wow. Where are you? Wow. Or where are you when after it happens when we're protesting? So it's, it, it's, it's, it's a fine line, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't ask and for support you can't, and not give support. Right, it don't but, work that way. But then, too, for the, you know, for the cops that do try to call out people, they're blackballed, they're yep. harassed. There was, yep. a, there was a cop in L.A. that, was, that, that blew the whistle on that, that Compton Sheriff Department where the two cops just got mm -hmm. shot. But previous, maybe a month ago, he blew the whistle on just all the bullshit, the racism that was going on. Now his family's being threatened. He's being threatened. Cars fucked with all this kind of stuff. So it's just like an, an ever-evolving cycle that just continues. But you got to think about it, Dave. Policing started as slave wranglers. That's why they started mm -hmm. police was to catch slaves. So anything that's built on a foundation of that's what f policing was built on. So how can yeah. you expect it to ever be? That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. But it's yeah. crazy. But it's like I said, it's just it, I agree with you. You know, every day above, you know, every, every day we wake up it, it is a blessed day. Although 2020 has been terrible, it's had terrible, terrible moments. There's still been plenty of blessings within this year. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, you got to find that silver lining. We're back. That's a big blessing. Absolutely. We got we breathing right now. It's another blessing. We got a chance to get better tomorrow if we make it to tomorrow. But today we have more hours than today to get better. Today what we, we got doing him now. on the we couch. Got Chuck here on the couch. You dig what I'm saying? Man, come on, man. Yeah. Life is great. I'm, I'm taking advantage lighting. of it. I hear you, man. That's, what, what, that's man. I play that song over and over. Life ain't so bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't so bad at all, man. At all. Straight up. Life Moving so back. So you 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 uh finally make the playoffs in '99. You beat the Magic, get swept by the Pacers. 2000, come back strong. Why you had to say that? Huh? He hit us with a buzzer beat. Buzzer beat. That hurt me. That hurt me. Cause uh, I I thought I thought we were 
on the way. <laughs> Man, I'm, no, I, I, I knew we were going to win a championship once we got by the Pacers. Like, that they were thorn. They were a measuring stick. I mean, even the year we beat them, they won game one, didn't they? At our house. And I'm like, man, here we go again, man. These dudes, man, they had the roughest, toughest team, man. You know what I mean? They had the roughest, toughest team. 2001, you win MVP. Talk to us what that was like. 2001, you remember I was getting ready, to, they was getting ready to trade me to um, Detroit. I was getting ready to get traded the year before. And then we came in, we won 10 in a row. And it was like, man, when you know you the baddest dude in the world, like you ain't never get the, the recognition of being that. Mm -hmm. You know, I was always, you know, it was always something about why I'm not a great. Mm -hmm. It was always something. Hey, his, his hair. Posse, his hair, yeah, his cornrows, his yeah. dress. You know what I mean? It was always something. Other than basketball. Other than basketball. Because they couldn't attack him there. Cause, yeah. It was like, damn, finally, like, they might be, you know, turning the page on. Because, you know, some people say, I don't give a fuck what they say about me. You know what I mean? I'm like, that ain't true. That ain't true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like if, if, a, if a dude call you a child molester or a rapist, you gonna, you gonna care. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I got to the point where I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, wow, you know what I mean? MVP, the best player in the whole world. Mm -hmm. You know, because I remember leading the league in steals three years in a row mm -hmm. and not even being honorable mention all defense, uh, you know what I'm saying? And then Larry Hughes did it the year after me, and he was first team all defense. All defense. Yeah, yeah. People just don't want you to win, just, you know, thinking they picking on you because you – are you, you comfortable being you, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and, and certain people don't like that. Like, it, it wasn't that I won't conforming and shit like that when, when, when I was dressing the way I was dressing and stuff like that. I was dressing like, damn, I finally got some money. I can wear, <laughs> Whatever I want. you know what I'm saying? Like, the dudes from my neighborhood, they would love to wear this right here. Mm -hmm. The fresh white tees, the three, four X. The the 10x look the jerseys. <laughs> I used to go to I used to go to Big and Tall and the and the dudes um, that that I played with Derek Coleman and all them they used to get mad because they like man Chuck done went to the Big and Tall and, and bought all the shit to come down to his and knees bought, and bought all the shit and we ain't got nothing <laughs> they ain't got nothing in there for us. You know what I mean? Just, Steve, just living, man. Just wanting to be happy, man. Just. They don't take much. You know what I'm saying? Just, man, my kids, my teammates, my fans, my friends, whatever, whatever I like to eat, whatever I like to drink, man, that's all I want, man. Yep. You know what I mean? I just want to be motherfucking happy, man. God damn, that's man. Much to ask. <laughs> it ain't hard. God damn. It ain't hard, too man. much to ask. Mary J. Blige, man. Yeah. I really want be happy, man. That's it, man. What's wrong with that, man? That's the jam. What's wrong with that, man? You know what I mean? Like, man. We need you on the show, Mary J. I don't mean to cut you off, but since we singing the Queen, Mary J. We need you on the show. That's right. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, and be around, be around the people, man. That that you love, man. 
That's it, man. You know what I mean? What's, what, what's wrong with that, man? What's wrong with that, man? I don't want to go outside and feel like as soon as I go outside, somebody going to shoot me mm. for nothing. Mm. And you can't be in life scared nah, to live. Nah. I'm not being scared to live, man. I wear my mask. I put gloves on, whatever. I wash my hands. I do all of that. You know what I mean? I, but I got to, yeah, all of yeah. a sudden, I got to walk out of here and be scared for when, when, when somebody cough around me or sneeze. It's so bad that when we cough, we get scared. We used to cough. <laughs> Our whole life, I'm 45 years old. I used to cough all the time. I, I get caught now. I, get, I, I start coughing. I get scared. I hear people coughing. They, 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 as soon as they cough, they said disclaimer. Oh, I was just smoking weed. Hey, okay, oh, I was just smoking just a few minutes ago. Man, it ain't. It, it is, and it's not. It's not funny. But it and, is funny to me, yeah, bro. I'm talking about when when you in line. You know, I just hear somebody cough. I'm, Oh, shit. What the fuck? You like, know what I like, mean? Like, like a gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on out here? <laughs> like, man, what is, hey, look, what is this world turned into? And hey, you see everybody around, so they see everybody around doing this. <laughs> yeah. Fixing their ass. What? Season two of All the Smoke is back, and I'm excited to announce our new partnership with DraftKings, the daily leader in fantasy sports. And during the NBA playoffs, DraftKings is giving you an opportunity at a shot of millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. Stack, if you had to draft some NBA players right now, who are some of the hotter players in the bubble you'd be picking? I got to go with some of the solid picks. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, just to name a few. I love it. I'm going to round that out with some solid value with people like Kyle Kuzma, Michael Porter Jr., one of my personal favorites, Tyler Hero, and the sharpshooter Duncan Robinson. But for you out there, it's simple. Pick eight NBA players... Each player has an assigned salary. Valid lineups must not exceed the $50,000 salary cap. Pick up fantasy points for rebounds, blocks, assists, steals, and much more. Build one of the best NBA squads and won a DraftKings Daily Fantasy Contest. Download the DraftKings app and use the code SMOKE. That's right, code SMOKE. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. So 2001 MVP season, this is you guys' run right here. Finally get the revenge against Indiana. 3-1 in the playoffs, memorable moment, which I kind of thought was mirrored a little bit uh, in this playoffs this year with, with the run that you and Vince had. We had Vince on a couple months ago, and he talked about that back and forth uh, that you and, you, you and him had during that playoff run, dropping 50 and just how, you know, that game seven missed shot. What was the most memorable part about that series with him? Him. Amazing. People, I think because he played so long, people forget how fucking amazing Vince was. Oh. My God. Yo. <laughs> but look, who you think was, who you think had the craziest hops ever? Him. Him. You think him, right? Him. You know what's crazy? As much as I want to agree with you. Mm-mm. Who you got? Dre. Iguodala? Y'all yeah, remember young Iggy was, whoo. Yo. Not Vince, though. I know, I know, I know. It don't, it, 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 it's, 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 I don't want to be politically correct. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to be, because I know, because, because trust me, that guy that right leg, there. The, he had the left leg now. Was a, the most exciting. He took the world by storm. Man, and his style, he, he just changed the culture. We all know Mike was like, you know, Mike was different. Like, Dr. J was Dr. J. Then Mike came with. The whole swag too. 
you know what I mean? The, everything else, you know, different, a, a little different. And then Vince took it to another level yeah, after Mike. Excitement, that excitement to it, Vince brought the excitement to it. That shit you ain't never seen before. And then, that, and then his, his jumble was so pretty. His handle was so crazy. First step was crazy. His Sheer first athlete. step was so crazy. Because if he get by you, you know, you know what's going on. Grab, grab, <laughs> grab before he take off. Grab before he take off. You know what's going to happen. I just don't want people to not recognize mm -hmm. where Andre Iguodala was or is as far as leaping. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I remember him. You know, he telling me, man, all you got to do, Chuck, is work on your legs. Is work on your legs. I'm like, man, I'm not lifting no weights. He's like, why you don't want to lift weights, man? Because they too damn heavy. You know what I mean? I don't lift weights. <laughs> they too heavy. You know what I mean? But he being there, man, with his trainer, and I just seen him do so many things, man. Like, just getting off the floor, man. Like, I remember, I, I've I seen the him contest hit his head on the rim. I remember, remember when you, you were working on throwing, he just throw it here. And he would come from underneath the bowels of yeah. on the team that then you guys were practicing that shit at practice. Just throw it here. Where you need, where you want me to throw it? And motherfucking Chuck threw it off the back side. Was it the back or the side? The side and of the back. come board. underneath that. <laughs> that, that, that left leg was unreal. <laughs> man, his left leg was so crazy. That's crazy. But he can go off too. But his left, yeah, just yeah. off one foot. And that's a, that, that, that's a person who had a lot, and people don't realize too, had a lot of game, but just always played his role wherever he was at. He was never really asked to go get it, get it, but he could if he needed to. I think he was kind of, he, he was a superstar. He played the superstar role when, when I left. For a little bit, yeah. In Philly, yeah. When I left, yeah. He took the cake. You guys run into the Lakers in the 2001 finals, go into LA, get game one. And then another moment that would have been, it still is infamous, but if social media was back then, when you hit the jumper on T. Lou and stepped over him, a meme that still gets played daily. <laughs> Looking back, but now almost 20 years ago, what do you think about that, that you particular know, play? You know what's so crazy? I don't like it. Really? Because I love him. I was about to say, that's his boy. You know what I mean? Like, Why do you think T. Lou had braids? Culture. I believe it. Yeah, and he was giving me he was giving me so many problems, man. Like he was a, he was a dog. He was, he was harassing a beast on that ball. me, straight dog. Mm -hmm. And he was he was harassing me Full so court. much. He was playing you in practice. Yeah, and he was just on me so much. And what's so crazy, Matt? I don't know how it happened. It's like, you know, you, okay, you think a monumental moment with LeBron. When he did this, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Everybody did. He, but he probably didn't know he was getting ready to do that. You know what yeah, I mean. Just the feeling. Like the moment and just the the feeling. Like when I stepped over him, it was like I ain't know I did it. And then they try to get me to mimic the shit. Years later, like I don't even know how to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it was like I know y'all know. You know what I mean? But just for everybody else that you know that didn't play, you don't know when you're gonna do something. You don't know the emotions in the game or what go on throughout the game. It can be a coach that piss you off. You know what I mean? And then you react a certain way just, you know, to basically tell him, ah, yeah. You know what I mean? Look what I did. You know what I mean? Like, you don't you don't know. So I, I don't I don't, man, I don't even, that yeah. moment yeah, it was, it was dope when you look back on it. Right. But I just don't like it because, like my homeboy, one day he made me so mad. We was playing um, 
Was he? Did he used to coach Boston or somebody? Who? Um, Ty. Mm -mm. Anyway, he was in the building, and the pitches they had the pitches. You know what I mean? In the in the arena, and my homeboy gonna tell him to sign it. <laughs> <laughs> man, I got so mad in him. I cussed him out so bad, man. Sign it down there where you sit. <laughs> man, I got so mad. <laughs> what was it like playing against Shaq and Kobe in their prime with them, uh, with those Laker teams? Terrible. I have, um, I think I have a championship ring on if Shaq wasn't who he was in that series. And then what was crazy is people were saying Dikembe had a great series, but I don't know how you had a great series if the guy you guarding averaging thirty right. and fifteen. But Shaq had his way with. Damn near everybody. everybody. Then, you know what I mean? Especially 2001. Mm -hmm. And Kobe. That was the first of the three P, right? That was the first one of the second one. The second one of the three P. Mm -hmm. The second one. Yep. Yeah. Remember, they were undefeated in the playoffs until they came in and got game yeah, one. Yeah, them like they were just rolling. You know what I mean? They ended up winning three in a row. Running and it, it was it was just it was just too much Shaq in his prime. And then you got Kobe in his prime. <sighs> Scary. Damn, man. You know what I mean? And then all you got to have is other guys play their roles. Out there. Fish, them dudes playing their roles. Play defense. Uh, mm -hmm. Who was a uh, homie? Uh, Hori, but um, homie, pretty boy. Fox. With the pretty Fox. Rick yeah. Fox. Rick Fox out there. And then all y'all got to do is make wide open shots. That's it. You're getting millions of dollars to just hit a shot. Spot up. Them free throws. How you gonna beat them? Kobe getting all the attention, Shaq getting all the attention. You can't double Shaq, uh -uh. and if you don't double him, mm. that's a bucket. Barbecue yeah. chicken. You gotta double Kobe, cause if you don't, that's bucket. a bucket. <laughs> and it might be three or two. Yeah, it's gonna be three a lot of times. <laughs> and it's gonna be three and a lot ones, of times. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, then you got fish just. Relentless on D, you know what I mean? He playing hard as hell on D. Who else they had? They Devin, had Devin George, Brian I think. Shaw. B. Shaw. Who else? I know J.R. Ryder's on that team, but he was just in street clothes. Yeah, J.R. won't, won't play. Yeah. But it was, it was somebody else. It was somebody Devin else. George? Was he there? Devin was George. That too? Yeah, but Devin George did it. He did his Solid. Played his yeah, part. Played his role. That was tough. Man, they. I mean, to get the team you got there was, was impressive in itself. 2016, you get the call that you're going to the Hall of Fame. I know you cried, but what, what was going through your head initially just after all the shit you had been through? Nearly the world never even knowing Allen Iverson, to going to Georgetown, to becoming the number one pick there. All the accolades you've accumulated across your career to get that, finally get that nod. You spoke on about it in 2001. I've been the baddest motherfucker. I finally got recognized. And then mm -hmm. 2016, the hall calls. When I heard the phone ring, shit might sound arrogant, cocky. I knew it. Mm -hmm. I knew it. Mm -hmm. I said, this the whole it. World knew it. I said, this it. And then I just hugged her and, you know, we cried. And it was like, I did it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I did it. All we want to do is make it to the biggest stage mm -hmm. and dance. All we really want, like people talk about, you know, my most memorable moment, it was getting drafted. But then something like that is not one layer of icing on the cake, you know, a hundred layers mm -hmm. of icing on the cake. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, Matt, yeah, Steve, man, such and such, man, he better than AI, man, he better than AI. Well. My homeboy in the Hall of Fame. Mm. And then, like well, such and such gonna be in the Hall of Fame. All right, we'll have this conversation then. once they make it. <laughs> <Yeah. Right. laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
you know, the, the barbershops and the beauty salons is like, man, you can say what you want to say about homeboy, but he a Hall of Famer. Straight up. You know what I mean? You can talk about, man, man he shot too much, man. He, he turned the ball over too much. He, he wasn't a team player. He was, all right, man. Well, ain't too many dudes Hall of Famers, man. What what you do? What you done? What have you done? And what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> How good are you? Did you make your and church league you team? <laughs> yeah, huh? You got come from your church league team. How yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, who you play for right, right now? Right, man. Even... Why are you talking about this Hall of Famer, man? I get in that I get in that realm where I'm watching games, and that's why I never be a commentator because I don't I don't like I don't like talking shit about nobody. I look at it like. How can you say an NBA player is some shit? Man, he on the highest level there right. is. I don't give a Only damn if he never get off the bench. Word. What he would do? There might you, be some shit to right. us, but they they can't they they great but, to you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like, do you know what he would do? The last person on the bench would. Be the last person. Anybody's do ass. you know what he would do in a in the gym? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In a, in, on, on, on a rec league court or. You know, just a pickup game. There's do you know what he would do to you? Four hundred yeah, in the world. Here, <laughs> There's only four hundred in the whole entire world. Four hundred fifty. Four fifty in the whole yeah. entire world. I used to oh, tell man. people that all the time, man. And it, that's, I mean, and I, that's why me and Jack are really in this media space now because I, I get tired of hearing people who never accomplished nothing. Like you can disagree or not like someone's game, but just the, the, the form of disrespect that's not needed. Like you can not like something, you don't have to disrespect it. And it's crazy the the amount of disrespect that comes from motherfuckers who've never done nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. The reason why you talk about sports is because you weren't good enough to play it. They they wake up in the morning moving their uh, clothes basket. They can't throw a sock in the basket. <laughs> hey, but, but they want to talk about somebody not making a shot at their shoot percentage. Listen, that's crazy. I know this God. It's one guy that I want you. To, I'm looking. What, what camera can I look at? Do I supposed to look at? Looking at it's there. one guy. I know. You know who I'm talking to. I know. I know you hate me. And trust me, trust me, I don't hate nobody. Yes, I do. I hate you. It's one guy mm-hmm. that you know I'm talking to, that they talking about right now. I know, too. It's one guy. No, it ain't, it ain't who you think it is. Okay. But I don't have, I, don't, I, I, I love, I, I, I got love for Skip. Okay. I got love for Skip. So, you know, I know people think yeah. it's, it's, it's Skip. It's not you. You know what I mean? But it's a guy that do exactly what you do. And just trust me, the way you hate me, motherfucker, I hate you too. Feeling's mutual. <laughs> you know what I mean? The feeling is so mutual, and and you don't help me, and I don't help you, and I'm fine. I'm fine out here, regardless of how much you talk about me. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Just know who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and I ain't, and I'm not mentioning your name because I only want the 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 whole world to even know that. Goddamn it, I give you. That type of love, but you know he know. You know. You and I that. know what's going on. Oh, and you and your daddy. You and your daddy. Ooh. Both the both of you. Both of you. <laughs> both, of both of you. Both of you. Yeah. Of when you. I come in, I want two and three. The both of them. The both, both of you. Both of you. <laughs> <laughs> you and you and your daddy, and and and, and the world can figure it out. Yeah. But I ain't saying your name. Mm. No happening. shine. No shine. You did. Twenty twenty Hall of Fame class. Um, Obviously, rest in peace to our brother Kobe. We're gonna get to him in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, but KG, uh, Duncan, what was it like playing with those guys? I know you've had battles with all of them. Okay, Tim was 
one of the greatest teammates I ever had. Mm -hmm. And I played with him in the Olympics. Olympics. Me and Tim was the only ones to go after um, something was going on overseas or something. Mm -hmm. And me and Tim was the only ones that ended up going. Mm -hmm. The original team didn't, didn't go. go. So put together the whole team. Um, LeBron was on the team, Melo, D-Wade. But they was young. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I just remember Tim telling me, because we had a hard time. We was getting our ass whipped. And I had a, um, I remember just Tim telling me, man, play like you play. You know, play like the pest you were to us when we, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Don't be out here trying to play another way because we playing with a, you know, mm -hmm. a whole bunch of Olympians. You know what I mean? And I just remember him being such a great teammate. That he is. I remember. <laughs> we were in our dorm. I was asleep. And I woke up and I had peanut butter between my feet and all in my hands. <laughs> and the motherfucker tickling my, uh, tickling my face. You just slap yourself. Yeah, and I slapped my face, peanut butter and shit everywhere. And I ain't gonna tell you the story that happened after that. I let that person, if they wanna tell that story, I let them tell it. Tim snitched on who did it. <laughs> <laughs> he told you. <laughs> And, Tim and, gave it up. And, and, and trust me, something happened. <laughs> something happened after that. And you can ask Tim about it, or you can ask the person that 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 uh, the altercation was that with. Did it? Yeah, you can <laughs> ask them. Shit, went down, huh? Man, did it? Tim say, answer. I have the answer. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, Tim said. Tim, you know. You know, um, dudes that, that know me don't call me Allen or call me AI. Yeah, know, Chuck. You know, yeah. Chuck. Hey, can um, you tell the people about Tim, though? Tim is not scary. No. At all. No. He, he's not a scary guy. He No. Do the uh, UFC fight and all that now, Tim has always been an action no. junkie. He is totally opposite what people think he is. No. Bro. Not scary at all. And you said KG. KG. Mm -hmm. Official block family. Official block family. Man. My my girl, when, when me and my girl get into it, she always, she don't never, um, you know, because I say I don't like the word real because I think it's fake, you know what I mean? But she'll say, well, why you got it tattooed on you? Mm -hmm. You know, I got the realest <laughs> tattooed on my back. But so authentic, man. He's so authentic. I got to use the word real. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just real, man. Just, right. just, just, he just caged all the time. You know what I mean? And then, and, 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 and he used to confuse me because... He would say what's up to you in the beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then after that, fuck you. Fuck you. Straight up. Especially up the jump ball. He talking to himself. He might not shake your hand. None of that. None of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> look, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe. I just remember one game with Keith Van Horn. Oh my God. And he was killing Keith, but he was. The, what he was saying to Afterward, him. Afterward, yeah. Like, after he scored on him, what he was saying. Oh, shit. And I'm like, yo, man, I, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, honestly, I'm looking at the referees like. You gonna let this shit go? Yeah, you gonna just, he can, he can talk like this? <laughs> he got, a, hey, you right, he got away with, he one person that talked trash yo, all the time and got away the with it. Crazy uh, shit. No, because cause the, the, the person, the, the, the young bull that remind me of him is Westbrook. Because Westbrook, language. Yeah. <laughs> when he do certain stuff, it's outrageous. Like when he get an and one or he dunk or yeah. something, he just, mm -hmm. and I'm like, 
when I was playing, like if I said the word motherfucker or nigga like that, man, what? Yeah, you was on a short leash. You know what I mean? And I'm like, KG was just vicious, but he was so bad. His mid-range game. His, I mean, he'll get that bitch off the glass and push it all the way up court at seven foot. I mean, could do everything, man. Could do everything out there on the basketball court, man. You know what I mean? I played against him in the um, Nike All American game, and he was just his energy and everything was the same way. He's a Hall of Fame. I mean, it, for, it, that's first ballot, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. He was so dope. You know what I mean? And, and 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 you remember KG was crazy when all the fours was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Web, him, she. Web, she. Yeah. Dice. McDice. Uh -huh. yeah, I mean. They always pop. What? I mean, them, them all-star games uh -huh. with them four men during that uh -huh. era? Mm -hmm. Crazy. Come on, man. Crazy. My man, I love you. I, I love you, KG, man. Right, and 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 congratulations, man. Yes, yes, congratulations. Absolutely, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before we get to call, and you, Tim. Yeah. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one -on -one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that, like that see ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said OG, you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Before we get to code, you wrote a letter for the uh, Players' Tribune. I'm going to read it, uh, titled to code. It was like heavyweight fighters beating the hell out of one another. And then the bell was nothing but love and respect. Greatness needed company. We needed each other. Mike needed Prince like Prince needed Mike. Tyson needed Holyfield like Holyfield needed Tyson. Talk to us about your relationship with Cove and what it was like going to war with him. 
over all these years. I didn't have a personal relationship with him, but you know how killers respect killers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's and that's what it was. He knew who I was. I know who he is. He gave me that push. I gave it to him. Mm -hmm. I love the stories that people give me that were teammates, that were friends. I love the stories. I wouldn't say it bothered me, but um, I wish I could have had a better relationship with him um, as far as how great other people said he, he, he was. I want that energy around me. Mm -hmm. he, he was really, just- He really he, admired you, bro. Yeah, he was the ultimate. He was the ultimate competitive man, like. You lucky Allen Hobson, not 6'8". Six, 6'6", six, six, that's what he always- That's what say. that man said, man. <laughs> You lucky Allen Hobson, When I heard six, that, six, it made me feel so good because the respect that, that he, he gave me, it was like, he know, yes, just sir. like Max. I, you know, uh, I watched First Take, and you know, I listen to Steve and Max go at it. A lot of people don't rock with Max, but I love Max because Max. I like, all, I like Max. Max I like always him. take up for me. We don't, I don't like the other guy. <laughs> Your uh, homeboy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get back on track. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I would go all the way off. All right, but um, he said something like if. Kobe and somebody had a baby, you know, it, 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 it'd be me, you know, whatever. And, you know, just for people to put me in the same sentence with Kobe, mm. just, just make me feel good about my grind, my mom, my family, my teammates, y'all, my homeboys. Just, it's a, it's a tribute to y'all, you know what I mean? For a motherfucker to put me in the same category as Kobe Bryant, like, that's so dope to me. Is this story true? Our uh, story that I heard that you landed in LA and Kobe picked you up. On he, Black Range Road. Yeah, he picked you up because he, he wanted he just wanted to chop it up with you and after y'all go out to eat or whatever, you decide to go out. He tell your ass, I'm dropping you off to the hotel. This is my stop. I'm going to work out. I'm going to the gym. Is that a true story? We, he took me out to eat and I said, what you getting ready to do? I'm going to the club. And he said, I'm going to the gym. And that was him. That was, <laughs> that was, that, that's, that's, that's what made, I mean, that greatness. That's, that's where that greatness came from. Because his work ethic Six, second to none. was just. But sick. I guarantee you, it's probably a handful of people on the other team that he was playing that he did that, that he can't. Because you know Kobe, he ain't talking to nobody through the game. Damn sure not nobody on the other team. So I'm just saying, that showed the respect he had for you, Cole. Yeah. He ain't going to pick up nobody he that he's going to play against the next yeah. day. Hell nah. It was all you like know that a, ain't his M.O. Yeah. He was, Hell nah. He was so studying you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Studying what you was eating, studying what you was saying. <laughs> no bullshit. That's how he was. He was, a, he was a sicko when it came to that kind of shit, like trying to find any kind of advantage or angle he could possibly get. Like I, stories when I got a chance to play with him and just to see what he would do to study people, study film. This motherfucker, we were flying to Spain one time to, uh, in the preseason. I've told this story before, but he had a, I thought he was over there rapping. Everyone was asleep. I went over to talk to him. I was about to talk to shit to him about rapping. But he was over there with a piece of paper with like 30 different basketball courts on it. And he's just like, I know that I'm going to draw at least three people. So I got the guy guarding me, the guy that's coming to double, and then the help side. So I'm over here looking to see where you, L.O., Ron, Steve, Fish are all going to be open at. 
when I'm guarding my three people and he had like 30 different courts that this is where you're gonna be, this is where LO's gonna, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, why are we flying? Like everyone else knocked out, I couldn't sleep. But it was just like little things like that. And then I would go to Orange County and work out with him. And we on the track before the sun comes up. And then we lift weights so hard that, all right, let's go shoot. And I'm like, motherfucker, I can't lift my arms. You want me to go shoot a basketball right now? Like his grind was sickening, sickening. Yeah, that, that was his thing, man. Rest in peace to Cole, and, and man. Rest in peace, man. Definitely. Rest in peace. Mount Rushmore. He yeah. on that round. No he on that. He on that. He on that Mount Rushmore. Cole. <laughs> Cove sure. up there, that's, I mean, my favorite, you know. It's always going to be Mike, you know what I mean, Kobe, Kobe you know what I mean, yeah. my my one and two, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and and LeBron, you know what I mean, just so, so great. But what Mike and Kobe did to me mentally, you, you know you what I mean? You and everybody else. Huh? <laughs> you and everybody else. Yeah. Kobe and Mike, mind fucked all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, bro. So you got Mike one, Kobe two, uh, Bron three. Yeah, I got I got Bron number three. Can Bron hop Kobe in your eyes, finishing out his career in any kind of aspect? No, I, I'm I'm not. I'm, as, as great as he is, I'm just not gonna do it, just cause. When LeBron was talking about me, you know, saying like he wanted to be me, uh -huh. he didn't want to be Mike, and it ain't no, it, it's no, you, cause you know how much he loved Mike, so it ain't it ain't no disrespect. Right. right. You know what I mean? It's just I just. I, I just love Mike so much, and Kobe is the closest thing to, to me Mike. to Mike. Right. You and me both. Right. And then LeBron is just LeBron. hands down LeBron James. Yeah. Like he's he, he's in a class by himself. You know what I mean? And then you know Shaq, and I just y'all know how I feel about Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. But that motherfucker Dame Dollar. He, he feel the same. Steph feel the same way about you though. I tell you that. Yeah, we Dame. had him on the show. Yeah, no, the same way about you. No, All he was blown away. Really. No, it's dope. It was definitely to, to see his reaction, to see who Steph is today, but then to see how it, almost he went back to a, a child when he said, you know, when you put him in in, in your, your your top five, starting five, like he's just yeah, you seen the league. Yeah. You should have seen his face, bro. He it just lit up. What you mean? You think I don't watch? I watch yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> he lit up. He lit up. I seen it. <laughs> this my hey, this my shit too now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think I don't watch it all. I, I watch every I, every single one. Yeah. Ain't going to continue to do it. Yeah. Because it's the best. It don't get no realer than this. So you're credited, obviously, as you should be, as someone who bridged the gap between culture and sports. From like what we touched on earlier, where you dressed, your tattoos, your braids, your do-rags. What <laughs> do, do you think about from what, and, and really, because I think they started the, the, the NBA dress code because of you. Mm -hmm. What I you, know it. Yeah, right. What What do you think about from and where it was into what it is now and about fashion? I love it. Do you? Love it. Love it. I don't tell nobody how to dress, man. Leave people alone, man. Let people dress and be who they are. Express themselves. Let how people they want. be. Man, what? And be comfortable. Be comfortable. You gonna tell me what to wear? To go play basketball? <laughs> right, shit don't even sound right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, how you gonna tell me what to wear to go to work? You know what I mean? When, when, you know, I can, I can understand if you're a lawyer, or <laughs> something like that. You ain't gonna come to court with a sweatsuit on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I understand mm -hmm. that. But, man, I'm just, I'm coming to play basketball. I'm coming to be comfortable. I'm coming to get ready, and I want to be cool. You know what I mean? If I want to be cool for the people that see me, 
I want to be cool, you know. When I leave the crib and my girl think I'm cool, mm -hmm. I want to be cool from when my teammates see me and see me looking cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Let me be fresh, man. Don't have me looking like everybody else look. Right. That's not you. You know what I mean? Don't have me looking like everybody else look. Me and Dikembe don't dress alike. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He still shop with Kier. <laughs> we just talk about the walkers. We just talk uh, about yeah. walkers. Like, me and Dikembe don't. Too. We don't. We don't dress alike. But 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 me and Dikembe play the same. Y'all shopped at some of the same. Everybody shopped at Kier and got the walkers. Yeah. We all had walkers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Five X Bell Bottoms. Yes, sir. Walkers. Yes, sir. <laughs> Me and Dikembe, we play the same. You know what I mean? Me and Aaron McKee, we don't dress alike. Me and Eric Snow don't dress alike, but we play the same. Mm -hmm. Dogs. Yep. Shit, we play hard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But we don't supposed to, this ain't, that, that ain't our thing. Shit, Aaron McKee don't, today, he don't dress like AI. He don't dress like Allen Iverson. He dressed like Aaron McKee. Shout out Aaron McKee, coach of Temple. Mm -hmm. What? Shout out, Aaron. You also made it fashionable on the court. Um, most people don't know, like the, the sleeve that you wore to help, you were protecting them elbows, but then that became a fashion statement. Mm -hmm. I mean, although headbands were worn before you, you made the headband he really dope made again. Yeah. Shout out to Cliff Robinson. Yeah. Rest, Rest in peace, peace Uncle Rest Cliff. The headbands, the trends you've done. You signed a lifelong deal with Reebok, mm -hmm. um, so that's dope continuing to drop shoes. What has what, what that relationship been like and how important has the Reebok family been to you over your career? I love them so much because even with new um, ownership, they've maintained the same relationship mm -hmm. with me. You know what I mean? They understand that I'm Reebok. And when you think about Reebok, that's all you think about is Allen Iverson. I don't care how many people, you know what I mean? I don't care how many people come and, and join the company or whatever, I man, already know that I'm Reebok. And the relationship has basically maintained even with my retirement. And that's what I think is so awesome. I think that's so dope. The guys that I work with, Alan Brown, beautiful guy. We became, I know we've been business partners for years, but we homeboys now. That's dope. And that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, we homeboys. Like, I, I, I call him, we talk about other things besides business. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, man, I love Reebok. They always stuck by me. I love money, so they make me love them more. <laughs> yep, and uh, we didn't put this on here, but we have a begging segment that we finna get started up on episode two, season two. And Reebok, if y'all watching, because I know y'all watching, it's a lot of flavors, questions. That's out there. I need all of them. Every last one. Every last one of them. Okay? Mo just left, so I, could, I couldn't get it to him in time. But Reebok, I know y'all watching. We want all the colors and questions. All right? He took a picture recently on this page where he's somewhere in the Reebok store, and they got all these different colors questions, okay? We need those. Right here, baby. Those. Yeah, those. Beg a segment. Well, we both 14, too, so 14. run it. You heard it from the one. You run 14. it. 14. Closing out, um, like I said, obviously you bridged the gap between culture, uh, music, obviously. What was it like when you just still, up to this day, hear your name dropped in songs? And, and who was the favorite name drop? Shout out to That was the coldest commercial ever to me. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was so much you, like, you, you answered it. That was it? You had, well, yeah, you answered it. Jada. 
You answered it. Um, no, I, him, but like he's he's in my top five of favorite rappers. No question. So Super underrated. That that um that meant a whole lot to me. But How did man, that come about? We need to recreate that five. That shit was They star. just they just um they wanted to do they wanted to do what we wanted to do. They wanted to do something different. They, they were always open. Reebok always open to let me be me. That's yeah. You know what I mean? They don't try to, you know, market me or promote me as no one other than who I am. And that's why the relationship is, you know, outstanding the way it is. Red Man. Mm. Mm -hmm. Red Man. Red Man, he he's in my top five too. Give me your top five. You, you like Matt, white, you like white Iverson, the rapper White Iverson. I like um, I, I like this song. Shout out Post Malone. What 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 bothers me when I do my top five is I leave out somebody who so you be many jamming. greats. Yeah, yeah. I leave out I leave out greats. What I would say without naming a, a top five is the rap game is just basically like the NBA when LeBron leaves. You know what I mean? It's in good hands. Just so much talent coming through. I mean, Lil Baby just came out of nowhere. And we all like, yo. And he started, and his, and his music got, he started to put substance in his music too. That's why he really took off. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's dudes, it's, it's I mean, it's in, man, the world is in good hands, man. You know what I mean? We're gonna get through this evil shit, man. No question. This next generation is gonna carry us over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're gonna be, like, I, I always talk about, I told my sister yesterday, my nephew gonna be great and he gonna be awesome, but he gonna have an awesome ass motherfucking uncle mm -hmm. that's old as shit. Mm -hmm. You know, my daughters and my son gonna have kids and they gonna have the most awesome mm -hmm. granddaddy mm -hmm. that up. they love being around. You know what I mean? Just love being around their granddaddy. Like I used to love being around my granddaddy, like I used to love being around my grandma. I'm going to fuck with granddaddy. When when they can go fuck with their homeboys, their homegirls, they want to go fuck with the cool ass granddaddy. Mm -hmm. Like your granddaddy ain't cool like this right here. Mm -hmm. He ain't no Steve Jackson type motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> he ain't no Matt Barnes type motherfucker. Right. You understand? Right. You know what I mean? Like your granddaddy ain't cool like this. Right. You know what I mean? Like at, at, at Coach funeral, his daughter said they asked him, like, I mean, asked her in class, like, what type of stuff do you hear at home? And she was like, I can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, you can. All right. Motherfucker. <laughs> jackass. Yeah. And on and on and on and on. Because that's who he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's like just... How we talk ain't no malice intended. Mm -hmm. That's just us. We That's just we just we just us. We love life, man. Mm -hmm. And we talk the way that we talk. Now we get in a meeting. So damn it, we can't get in them in, in that motherfucker and talk like we supposed to talk. Mm -hmm. But when it's around, when it's just us mm -hmm. and we letting our hair down, let it go, man. We talking, man. Let it go. We talk. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. 
he's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What are your thoughts on uh, the NBA in the bubble? I I, I didn't think I would like it. I love it. You love it, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't think I would like it. I love it. I love it. It's the NBA. Mm-hmm. I'm damn sure saying what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I'm, they I'm saying what I want to see. They great, comp- great games, great competition. <clears throat> That's what we want. Who are some of your favorite players to watch right now? Damn, you put me on the spot again. Mm-hmm. I love Kawhi. No, Bron Bron. Um, AD. Man, I, um, I had so much fun watching um, Luka? Jamal. Oh, Jamal Murray. I, I love watching Jamal and, um, and little homie. Mitchell. I love Donovan. Jason Tatum. Dog. Killer. Dog. Hell yeah. He got a lot of Kobe in him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell he's working with Kobe in it. Mm-hmm. Know who I like because how tough he is and remind me of Eric Snow? Marcus Smart. See, you a hooper. That's mm-hmm. all. Marcus Smart. You're just a hooper. We all minds, you know our, our mm-hmm. minds. You know who, he's not a big name in the NBA, but you know who played just like him? He played for the Knicks. Trey Burke. Trey Burke. He got game. Bro, he if 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 you don't look, if you just look like with a glare, he looked just like That's him. My little His man. body movements, everything, That's bro. My little man. He got loose in the bubble too. Everything. He yeah, got, he, he was getting busy. He might have got him some bread in the bubble. He was bubble. Get, I, man, I, and uh, what's homeboy name, man? Trey um, Burke. From Dallas. For Dallas. Luca. What? <laughs> Yo. He's an Something is wrong look, with him. I, I, love, I, I love Luca so much, I'm going to show you the text. After they lost and he was getting bullied, I called Rick Carla. I said, Rick, man, if you need yeah. me, man. Luca live, man. We're going to come ride for him. You need us man. to. Man. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Luca, nice. Mm. Man. God damn. Man. And, 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 and know what I, uh, I start paying attention to coaches more. Would you have a coach? Mm-mm. Never. No, I can't. Um, I don't think I can. All Bush, all everything aside, you could be Allen Iverson, you could be Bubba Chuck. Would you coach the '76? No, I think that coaches are. I know they're great leaders of their family because if you can lead guys that come from all walks of life, all walks of life, you know what I mean, and 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 get them to come together for one common goal, and you make less than them. 
and they respect you. And, and respect is the key word. Yeah, and and, and the All great coaches can't do that. Uh-uh. No, like you when you when you Greg Popovich, you have a, a God given talent. First of all, you know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. But then when you can when you can last story, Coach Brown called me in the office one day and he said, "I'm gonna kick your ass." Fuck you mean? I ain't did nothing. Yeah, I'm on time. Said, just bear with me. Went in practice, destroyed me. Every good play I made, said something bad about it. When I turned it over, went crazy on me. When I won't in the right spot, went crazy on me. Just so you can do it to everybody else. But everybody looking at me, Matt, like, mm-hmm. everybody looking at me like, you know what I mean? Because they used to me being the hothead. Yeah. I'm going to flip out. Like, what's wrong with you? Eric Snow, Chuck, just chill. He just on one today. Blue, just chill. He just on one today. Man, went crazy on me, man. All practice long. I go in the locker room, sitting in my joint by myself, crying like a motherfucker. Like, why did he do that to me today? You know what I mean? Because I felt embarrassed and, you know, all that. And I was hurt because... You know, coach my man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why did you go crazy on me today? Like, what did I do to you? Trainer came in, got me. Coach wants you. Went in there, and he was like, thank you. I'm like, what do you mean, thank you? Like, you're supposed to be saying, why you go crazy on my ass? Mm-hmm. He was like, now I can coach. Mm-hmm. Like, now can't nobody say shit. That's that Popovich shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't no can't nobody say nothing now. If I can go crazy on you, right. I wish one of them would go crazy <laughs> or, or act up. And I was like, mm-hmm. you brilliant motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That was Phil Jackson with Cove. He would treat Cove like anyone else. He would talk to him like the 14th man. Do the fucking ball too much. Pass, you know what I mean? Like, and once you, like you said, once you could do that to your best player, what can anyone else say? Yeah, it's, it's been times where Tony will come down, turn the ball over twice. He'll call a timeout. And he'll go straight at Tim, blaming everything on Tim. I'm talking about everything. Tim ain't got nothing to do with it. You need to get these guys ready to play. Tony turned over because you're not getting them mm. fired up. You know, everything is Tim's fault. Everything. Mm-hmm. And as, like you say, when he going off on Tim, shit, when I come out the game, when he take me out for making a mistake, shit, I can't say nothing. Now I'm in line. <laughs> now I didn't buy, now I bought in. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting. You know what I'm saying? But he doing it for a reason. They see stuff that we don't see in ourselves. That evil Mm -hmm. genius. Huh? I said that evil genius. Man, yes. Couple more things. Who you got in the finals? We gone, so. Man, I just want, I want Lou to win. I want Lou to win the title. Lemon pepper Lou. Y'all, it's time for you. We had Lou early on, but we had, remember, Boy, remember the time we had Lou on the bus and he drank all them uh, beers yeah, and we had is. to carry his ass to the yeah. airplane? That's my I'm boy. the one that started him drinking. Yeah. <laughs> That's my boy. Motherfucker did not drink nothing. I had baby. him drinking. Man, I had that man drinking Cristal. <laughs> <laughs> man, I remember, I mean, I remember, when, man, come on, man, rookie. I was his big homie. Mm-hmm. I love him, man. Now he got his own city on the map, Lou Willville in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on Lou the map. Willville. Yeah, it's on the map. But I mean, he's shaped. This is the man that shaped him right I'm here. Looking at him, yeah. I'm looking at him like, look what I created. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight up. You know what I mean? And then straight, straight buckets. Mm-hmm. Straight buckets. I love him. I just want I want him to win so bad. Yeah, I want him to win so bad. So you so with bad. the Clippers, like me. Yeah, Good I, call. Want, I, want, I want him to win. Good call. Last two questions. A player that in your era that you wish you could have played with? Shaq. 
a player today you wish you could have played with? Was LeBron in my era? Well, kind of. So we'll say for the sake of it, no. Is LeBron in the All right, no. All right. Now, um, I love to play with uh, Giannis. Ooh, Giannis. I thought you were going to say KD. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I love to play with KD. <laughs> we, 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 I, I tell you, I knew it. I love Giannis now. I love Giannis. We talked about that's why I said I love KD. Giannis. I'm tripping because I, I ain't seen KD in, a, in a minute. Yeah, he ain't playing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping hard. Yeah, yeah. See, you you know, know anyway. We talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, so, hell yeah, but no disrespect to Giannis. I love Giannis. Yeah. I love Giannis. Yeah, no. Although that's who I want him to go to Golden State. Oh, and Poppins. Yes. So it'd be ugly. Yes. Oof. The Warriors at home. Oof. So we need to go to State. Man, I love him to go to. Man, that's where I want him to go, man. Straight up. I want up. him to go to Golden That'd be State, tough. man. Even though no one could stop you, who was it you felt in your career guarded you the best? Marcus Banks. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, because that video you were talking about, with, uh, I'm on there. and go, I didn't fall. Uh -huh. I, he made me stumble. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I guarding him for anyway? Right. Your calves are too big to guard him. I had to guard him. BD guard him something, but I was guarding him, bro. What was I guarding him for anyway? Man, you know Probably what I used long. to Did BD ever tell you what I, you know I used to flop to get two pounds on BD to get him off me <laughs> and to get Wesley on me. <laughs> like, I, I used to, all, all I had to do is run into BD. He was so, too big. Yeah. So I'm running to him, flop. You know what I mean? He couldn't stand that shit. I get two fouls on him, go sit your ass down and get off me. Because BD got D. Mm-hmm. BD could do it all. Yeah. I tell people, man, if he could have stayed healthy, he could have been one of the greatest ever. Uh, no yeah. Question. No question. No question. Yeah, BD knees was fucked up, right? Mm -hmm. Bad knees. And his back. And his back. back. Yeah, knees and back. BD was yeah. cold. BD was bad as a bitch. Still doing work. What? I always wanted to know this real quick. What's the story behind we talking about practice? Okay. Okay. Easy work. First of all, we went out in the uh, first round the next year after going to the finals. Went out in the first round. Oh, two? 0-2. Hmm? Went out in the first round. Best friend just got killed. That's, I thought it wouldn't have nothing to do with basketball the whole time. It did Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Best friend just got killed. I was struggling with, you know, the fact that, because our expectations after going to the finals, you don't supposed to go out in the first round. No. You right know what back. I mean? So I'm dealing with the Philadelphia media, which is brutal. Brutal. Mm -hmm. And my man just got killed. And honestly, I might be mistaken, but I, I think that they hadn't caught the motherfucker that did it. Mm -hmm. I was dealing with a whole bunch of shit at the time because with the people not catching them yet, something happened to them. Who they gonna look at? But first, yeah. So. You know, I was worrying about that. The whatever reporter was just kept asking me about practice situation, and I just lost it. You know what I mean? If I could, if I could take it back, you know what I mean? I had the opportunity to walk away. I had the opportunity to walk away from the podium. Our PR person was saying, you know, tapping me like, "AI, come on, come on, come on," and I was like, "No, nah, I ain't going nowhere." I don't know if you remember that. Mm -hmm on the joint. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't going nowhere. Another reason was they were talking about trading me. And I had just came from a meeting with the general manager and Coach Brown. And they was like, you're not going nowhere. But I was dealing with my kids saying, you know, daddy, why the cl my classmates and my teachers saying, tell your daddy don't leave, this, that, and the third. So it was affecting a lot. 
yeah, it was affecting my house too. You know what I mean? So I was happy as hell that I was going to the press conference to say I wasn't going nowhere. But they didn't care nothing about that. They, all they were talking about was practice. practice. And the rest is history. The rest is history. I just, I went crazy. And then the, the, the crazy part about it is everybody think it's funny but me. Right, right. <laughs> the people that knew what you was going through at the time. No, it ain't even funny, funny to them. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? But like to everybody else. And, and, then, and then, and then uh, like I'd be out in the street and somebody would come up to me and be like, practice, practice. And I'd be, I'd look at them like, is that all you can come up with, man? You can't be a little bit more original than that. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like all the things that I done did in my life, I'm a Hall of Famer, man. Right. All you can think about is practice, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and the same thing with the Jordan, the um, shaking Jordan. Like, I don't want to hear nothing about, is that all? Man, I done shook a million people, man. Yeah, yeah. And all y'all can think about is the MJ. Jordan crossover mm -hmm. or the tie well, step over. MJ show uh, pulled his shorts up, though, like he was going to strap up. He, he got down and did his shorts like this, like, like he just knew the cross was coming. He put his hand out, put it back. He missed it the first time. He's going to pull his shorts up again. But that's how you catch it, though, Steve. That's how you catch it, though. You got to, you got to. You gotta have your hand no, down. But he there. had his hand on it first, waiting on it, and you gave it a second. Then as soon as he pulled it back, come here, Mike. Oh, you ain't never seen nothing like the, this. This that young boy shit. Yeah, Mike ain't never. <laughs> you know seen what I mean? Yeah, you ain't, you ain't <laughs> seen nothing. Fun. You ain't seen nothing like this. And then I heard, I heard, um, you know, Phil Jackson um, call him out. You know, he called him out on the switch. Come here, man. Ugh, like now I'm gonna try my move on the best person mm -hmm. that I ever seen play the game. Twice. Now I'm gonna see if this move is real. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh shit. And I, and I, the craziest part, I didn't know what I did until ESPN and, and everybody else talking about he it. He fell for it back to like, back times. I hit him with that thing. Twice. <laughs> Lost our ass off though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that move checked out though. Yeah, that move yeah. definitely checked out. Man, we want to thank you. We appreciate your time. Man, I want to thank y'all. Uh, and, and then let me say this. Mm -hmm. You two motherfuckers is why I'm here in New York. Because I love Showtime so much. I love the idea of them wanting me to be a part of something mm -hmm. that they got going on. But you two guys, man, I love y'all, man. Because y'all love me. You know what I mean? And I know it. And y'all show it. I know it ain't no fake love. I know it's real love. I know it's genuine. Mm -hmm. I could not be here mm -hmm. for y'all. I couldn't, I could I just, I, I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? I got in the car, mm. you know what I mean? I got in the car and drove here, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I just wanted y'all to be able to say, this is my man. Mm. And y'all wanted him. Got him. He fucked with us this hard right. that I can, that I can, I can bring him in here. It's hard getting that dude, man. Y'all know who he is. <laughs> Y'all know who he is. Straight up. You know what I mean? But 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 us, this the love he got for us. Yeah. Appreciate that. He coming. Yeah. He coming. But we just want to thank you. Like I said, too often you never know when it's time and, and everything you've done for us as, as fans, as friends, for the world. You, you've been a true blessing, man, just to watch your growth, your bumps, your ups, your downs, and you've always, like you said at the beginning, stay true to yourself. And I think that's why people love you so much. I got a chance to play with Kobe. I got a chance to play with Shaq. I've never seen fanfare when we go to different cities 
like the love you get. And I just think that not, not even so much for, I mean, obviously because of your basketball, because of the man you are and the heart you have and people love and respect who you really are. You never, you never flip the script on nobody. And we appreciate that, bro. Yeah, you know that, bro. Appreciate you. Okay. Love you, boy. I love you, man. You know that. You know that. Always. That's a wrap. Y'all asked for him. Like he said, we got him. We hope you enjoyed this episode, man. Check it out on Showtime Basketball YouTube and the iHeart platform. Love y'all. All the smoke you need. All of it. Two world champions, they happen to be twin brothers. Well, the ingredients are there. Two guys who love to sit down to their punches and throw that firepower. I'm not scared of nobody, and I'm definitely not scared of someone who talks. There's no one in the division that can beat me. There's no one in the division that's strong as me. It would definitely deliver a statement. The power is for real. We would get a chance to let everyone in the world see the great things that me and my twin brother has done for the sport of boxing. Oh! Charlo just dropped Lubin! Being on the same car gives us energy. We, we want to be sharp. We want to be at our best. We're going to both meet in the middle of the ring and we're going to let our hands go. Let the best men win. They are boxing. And they pound for pound. This is All a Smoke, a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio in partnership with Showtime. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories.